This week's sponsor is Legionnaire Ministries, one of our favorite ministries and resources for the Christian life. Stay tuned for more information about how you can get hooked up with Table Talk Magazine. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Canada at Redeemer Fellowship. What's up, baby? Ooh, I'm feeling good. Yeah, man, it's a good week, good day. Man, I love Wednesdays, especially when we meet, like, like the elders meeting. I'm elders like, meetings, mm. good elders meeting. Really good. You really know what? Encouraging. We, we only were able to deal with two issues. Yep. Because they were significant mm-hmm. and they, they, they mattered. Um, but how good did it feel dealing with those two issues? I thought it felt real good. And it was more important than the agenda. Like we have an agenda. We always have an agenda yes. and we, we follow the agenda. It's, it is very important. But I like that the elders are flexible enough to say, you know what? We can only deal with these two things, and that's, that's what right. we're going to do. It, yeah. it just felt really good. I, you know what? It feels so good, it was right. You know what? There weren't two things. There were three things that were dealt with, actually. Oh, what was the third? Uh, we voted on, the elders voted on whether or not to present Jimmy as an elder. I feel like that was a formality. That, oh, please. There is no formality, son. Oh. We had to discuss. We had You guys to are discuss. really good at process and procedures. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you were nervous. I got a picture of you peeking in on the on the vote. Oh. You were peeking. I didn't. I, you were peeking. I'm going to put it up in the show notes. No, you didn't. Oh, it's going in the show notes. I, I might have looked. Yeah, you were looking. You were nervous, man. <laughs> you were standing on a box trying to peek in the window. I was not you standing on a box. You were definitely standing on a box. Don't lie. Little, don't lie. Don't lie. Midget legs can't see in that window. Oh, midget. I'm, I got the midget oh, legs. Oh, I'm sorry. That uh, uh, Short person legs, yes. Yeah, well, thank you. Your legs are shorter than mine. I know. Fact. I, I, thank you. I know. Fact. Yeah, thank you for saying Fact. the right thing. I was actually kind of offended. Fact. I was offended. Yeah, you should be because you've got midget legs. No, 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 no. short people. Yeah, short. Yeah, you've got short Thank people legs. You. Your Jimmy's inseam is like twenty five, or twenty six, or something. It's, it's something ridiculous. You have the legs of Ziggy. I'm letting you know this is getting weird. I'm just saying I know what it is because mine's twenty nine thirty, and I know my lo- my legs are longer than yours. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we're hanging out. It's a it's a stormy night, Wednesday yep. night. Lots of rain, and um, we're gonna talk about something that we both. Really love. Now, yeah. did you did you always love to do this? Yes. Really? Even I, as a kid? Even as a kid. Even It was more fictional, obviously, you know? Wait, no, wait. Fake, no. Yeah, fictional. Yeah, so your reading was fictional? In other, it didn't really happen? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I read fiction. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> like, you know, like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about those books. Oh, really? No, mm-hmm. no we weren't Were they bad. a collection of letters? <laughs> <laughs> There's only going to be like five percent like, of our listeners that understand from a, were they letters emanating from a certain part of a high rise? Is high that rise? some would call it the mm. the house that is up on top? Yes, that's right. That's right. It's it was like, like a penthouse up like there. Like a penthouse. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's so funny that we both know that, even though we're that ten we're, years separated. But we're in high school, that uh, everybody talked yeah, about those high letters. School, that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I guess for you it was college. I don't know. What no, about. stop it. Bible college. I don't know where you went. So we're going to talk about the need to read and, and yep. why it's important, and uh, and we're going to talk about that. But what we really want to get to is some practical advice on reading yep. as well. So uh, we both love to read. Uh, when I when I was growing up, I didn't read. Uh, I didn't read books. I wasn't read too. Uh, I I just had uh, I just said TV. That's it, and that's what I did. But um, in fact, I read in high school. I read two books. Yeah, what were they? I read The Catcher in the Rye. Okay. And I read a book called Lifter. 
Lifter. Two fiction books. One's a classic, Catcher in the Rye. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other book that I and those were for school. I did. I literally would not read anything they told me to read in high school. Why? Just do, like you just didn't want to. No. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. You're so rebellious. No, it's not that I'm rebellious. Oh no, Joe Thorne going against the grain. No, nope, no, nope, it's not about that. <laughs> just didn't have time for that. You didn't have time to read? Nah. You didn't have time to do your homework? No way. I never did my homework. I never took my books to class. Oh, I never I, went to my locker. Oh, and you were an A student. Nope. Yeah, here nope. we D go. D minus. D minus student across the board. Oh, you're so proud of yourself <laughs> for doing so You know how little. hard it is to maintain a D minus average? It is not easy. It, oh, really? You're telling me it's not easy? It's not easy because you can slip below and get an F. <laughs> it's very tricky. So it, it's very, Is it tricky? It's tricky. Tricky, tricky. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but you know what happened? I was, I was, I read the Satanic Bible. I got into that mm. quite a bit. But um, when I was converted, I started to read the Bible, of course. But then I also found good Christian literature, theological stuff, and my whole world was turned upside yeah. down. And I just, I've been reading nonstop ever since. I absolutely love it. But uh, some people don't get it. Some people uh, they read, but they don't know why they should read. Some people yeah. um, don't want to read. They don't see the value in it. Maybe it's just not for them. Yeah. Um, but there are good reasons to read, and, and there's different things that people should be reading, right? I mean, it's there's not plenty, just theology. Right? Exactly. There's plenty of like good books that you can be reading out there. I mean, um, as as you're talk, as I mentioned before, like younger, I love fiction. Right. You know, love fantasy was was a lot of that. So was, seriously, what was something that you would read? Well, when I was young, young, it would be. Uh, oh, it's taking forever. No, I can't pronounce it. I can't choose your own it. adventure. That's hard to pronounce okay, for you. That was one, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like Bonicula. It was like a vampire. Oh, wait, bunny. that was like a little kid. Yeah, like I said, okay, when I was young, okay. I would well, read those maybe when you're a little bit older, what were you reading? Like high school. Like high school? Yeah. Oh, high school. Uh, Bonicula. <laughs> you dummy. What are you talking <laughs> about Bonicula for? When I was a kid. Uh, I would read, uh, it was James Patterson books. Yeah, those are uh, good. The Alex Cross Yeah, those are good. I loved them. I read all of those. You know what's funny is, because uh, let's talk about reading fiction. All right, go. Because I was converted, and I ain't got time for fiction. I'm not reading fiction. I'm reading Puritans. I'm reading theology. Mm-hmm. I'm on, And my wife was on me all the time. You want? You need to read fiction. It's good for you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, why would I want to read that when I could be reading church history or something yeah, yeah. like that? So she finally made me promise uh, that I would read a, a fiction book. So she, I got a John Grisham novel called The Testament. Okay. And I read that. It took me like three days because yeah, fiction's yeah, easy yeah. to read. Like exactly. Just, it really, was fun. Yeah. So I read that and I was like, holy cow. And I started reading fiction when I went to bed at night all the time. And so I read all those Alex Cross. I also read the Alex Delaware novels. Uh, yep. There's all these stuff. So why, why is fiction and things like that. Why is that good to read? What, what's, what's the benefit of that? I do think it's actually a good escape. It like gives mm-hmm. your mind time to rest. Because a lot of the stuff that we read as far as theology books and, and heavier it's books. It's rigorous, yeah. It, it is rigorous. And you're, you're really contemplating and thinking through uh, not only what the doctrine, you know, what's being taught. Yeah. Uh, but you're trying to kind of, I guess, work it all out at the same time. Right. And so yeah. it, it's a nice break to just read and rest. You know what? Uh, David Murray, Dr. David Murray from Puritan mm-hmm. Reformed Theological Seminary. When I was going through my whole mental health crisis and everything, and I was stressed out and overworked, he was telling me, he was asking me, so what do you read at night? And I'm like, nah, right now I'm reading Dalimore. 
on uh, the two volume on Whitfield, mm-hmm. and he's and like, he, and you felt like a you felt like a baller. You're like, no, no, like, I don't oh, feel like that. Mm, two volumes. No, I don't feel yeah, like that. Yeah, you did. Nope, you, nope, so I after you dropped do. the mic on him, what nope, did you say? No, I did drop the mic. He just said, "Yeah, you got to start reading some fiction." Now I've read fiction a lot in the past. I just you know I don't do it a lot these days, and um, and yeah, and and actually I did. I, I stopped doing that. I think it is not only. I think it's what you said to give your mind a break. It's a it's a different. It's moving in yeah. your heart, in your soul, in your mind in a different way. Um, it gives you rest. But I also love that it 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 cre- it is a creative outlet. It stirs your imagination, yeah. and it also uh, tends to move people emotionally in different ways. Right? It's it's a it's a manipulation. It's art. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. art. It it's presents to move this idea. You. Yeah, I love I love that part of it. And so I think it's I think it's really really healthy. So along those lines, then I mean I I'm not I've never really been much of this, but I know some others and some do, and they have a greater appreciation than I do. Um, but poetry. Yeah, Steve I mean, McCoy. I, yeah, Steve Loves McCoy. I mean, I'm poetry. thinking of like, you know, the Silverstein books. Those were oh, yeah. some great poems mm-hmm. I would read. Yep, Silver, Silverstein. 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 No, Steen. Stein. Uh, I know, Silverstein. I know I, I, Seinfeld. Does that count? Se- Seinfeld, Seinfeld poetry. Is that... <laughs> Yeah, I don't do poetry. I don't do poetry, but some people do. Oh, they it, love it. It's a great outlet for them. Yeah. And I get, you know, they get a, they have a great appreciation. It, like you said, it moves them. Yeah. Right? Now, who's the homeboy? And all my all of our friends that are into poetry and are good theologians, they all like this one guy. He's always out in the he's always out in the wilderness talking about fishing and stuff. I have no idea. You know. All right. Well, you guys know who he is. Hit us up. Hashtag Doc and Devo. Um, yeah, and I think it's the same thing, right? Poetry is this is creative, emotive outlet. Um, and yeah. it makes you, it leads you to think differently oh, yeah. than, than you would otherwise. And then other people are reading history and politics, yeah, right? I and, love politics. And so when you're, well, when you're reading politics, I mean, what's, why is that a good thing to do? Doesn't it just make you angry? And doesn't it just make you hate people? I guess when I think I'm reading politics, I think I'm, I'm reading the news. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's uh, what that I'm counts. thinking. I'm reading the news. Yeah. I don't read like. So, okay, same thing. <clears throat> well, yeah, I guess there's different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about like, remember when, uh. Uh, a homeboy over at Fox News would write all these books on like Republican presidents and stuff like that. They'd have like this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I wouldn't read those, but I'd you know, <laughs> every, every day I would like I. That's just part of my morning. Every morning right. is you know I wake up, do my do my devotions, do my routine, get everything ready, and then I just I I read from a few different mm-hmm. sites uh, as far as the morning news and yeah, not necessarily like well I do world news. I, I do kind of read up on what's going on politically in Europe just because of work and stuff like that. Right. But, uh, I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I like knowing what's going on around. Right. Me. Not knowledge, right. The knowledge. I mean, we, we read history, we read politics because it is, it is helpful to gain knowledge about, you know, issues or events and insights, right. We gain not just knowledge, but insights yeah. from people that have, you know, a better brain than we might on, on some of those issues. And what I like about books on politics and history is that it challenges me yeah. because I tend to have some thoughts in my head and I tend to run with that. And then I'll read somebody and I'm like, dang, you know what? I don't want to like this guy. Mm-hmm. Eh, he just made a really good point. And that's uh, it. It's, it's being challenged in, in, in your viewpoints. Mm-hmm. But what we, what really what we're going to get at here is theology and, and theology in all of its forms, right? So we're not yeah. just talking systematic theology, biblical theology. We're, we're talking Christian living, yeah. specific branches of doctrine. Yep. We're talking about Christian literature that is aimed at, at um, helping us to understand the truth of God in the Word of God, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are the, what's the benefit? Why should people be reading good theology? Why should they be reading good theology? I think is 
is uh, part of it is why we need or what, what we talked about on Monday. Right. Right. Our need uh, when we talk about preachers and teachers. So we should mm-hmm. be reading uh, good theology because it should be informing us. It should be challenging us. It should be edifying us. Right. And it's it, encouraging and, and admonishing us to to be challenged in our faith. I would say also uh, you should read good theology because it's dumb not to. <laughs> Let me explain. You have 2,000 years of the greatest Christian teachers and preachers yep. at your disposable. Right. At your, at your disposal. Wait, disposable? Or disposable. Yeah, disposal yeah, or disposable. Yeah, sometimes I jimmy it up. Um, <laughs> Sensationalist. Yeah. So, you, but you have, you have 2,000 years of the greatest Christian minds and writers at your disposal. Yeah. Especially through the internet, most of it's free. Why wouldn't we be making like? Listen, I'm not saying you have to read as much as Al Mohler, right? Who's going to read that much? You don't have. We don't have the brain to read that and digest all that. But or the time, some of us have jobs. Yeah, he ain't doing anything. Just (laughs) hanging out in his library in his slippers. And and then he wakes up and reads the morning news and does his briefing about takes his nap. He probably takes, takes a yeah. three-hour nap. Two hours. It's actually only does, two. He, yeah, he does two-hour naps. Two he does nap. twice. Oh, that's that's all of his sleep, though. That, that's but it. This, that's a sleep no, no, rhythm. no. That, that's just during the day, and yeah. at night he sleeps for twelve hours. Oh my gosh, does he really? Yeah, yeah. He gets lots Al, of that, You gotta, you gotta step up your game. Uh, <laughs> we're kidding, everybody. Please don't I know. hate us. Here we love we Dr. Mulder. We know he lives on four hours of sleep, and he's uh, a baller, and we love him for it. That's why it's fun to make fun of him. Um, Okay, so we have we have all of these resources. Yeah. So you, if you already understand the need for preachers and teachers, then you should implicitly already understand the need to read good books. Exactly. Because you have access to these great minds, and so it's dumb to have, it's dumb to to not take advantage of it and to not really get the most out of it. So really, the answer as to why we should be reading these good books, listen to the other podcast that dropped on Monday. Yeah. Why we need preachers and teachers, because that's where you find the answer to that. Exactly. Um, I know that some of the most significant milestones in my Christian life have not all of them some of them have come from preaching listening to preachers yep. but many of them have come through reading books correct uh, i agree uh, horatius bonar words to winners of souls uh, one of those books that had a huge impact vital godliness and we're going to link some of our top 5 most I think influential that's a really books good idea, yeah. we're going to put those up again for you but what we wanted to do is we wanted to give you um eight mm, eight ways oh. that you should be reading i think that's a good idea all right so we're going to we we, we kind of we list them out here Eight ways, and um, I'll I'll start. Well, before we do that, Joe. Yeah. I mean, oh. there's other things we should be reading. I Not, mean, you, you can't talk about books and things like know, that, which is fine. I Those got ahead of it. I got I got ahead of ourselves. You're it, right. Let's slow this down. Yeah. Let's let's way down. down okay. So down, down. you're saying that not only should we be looking for good stuff, but like. There is already some stuff out there that we should be prioritizing. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think we need to be looking at, uh, well, you know what? Table Talk Magazine. Oh, you know what? Let's do it's that. It's so funny that you mentioned they're actually our sponsor. They are our sponsor. <laughs> Isn't that weird? And you know what? We want a uh, big thanks to League Ministries for sponsoring the podcast this week. What they are offering is three months of free Table Talk Magazine, not just the physical, but digital yeah. as well. So you get both. And so listen to Dr. Devotion and get free. Free three month trial. Um, wait, so, wait, do they have to give the credit card information and all that no, stuff? No, this is not the bar podcast where well, we what, store how, that information. How does it work? What do they do? <clears throat> you head on over to the website, slash table talk. Right. And there uh, you can click through on the link. It's a risk free trial, no payment information required, and you get the digital and physical Just access. Just name, email, address. That's all they got to put in? That's it. All right, here's the thing, guys. 
that's going to be good for you. And if you do it, though, it's also good for the podcast because yeah. let's be honest. So, support us. It's a big deal that Legionnaire took a chance on sponsoring us, right? Especially, you know, like. Especially all the things Joe says and yep. they still want us. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't burn that bridge. I threw but, gasoline all over it. Well, we were pretty close that one time. Not with Legionnaire. No, not with Legionnaire. No, no, no. With other people we were. <laughs> so, listen, um, if you want to support the podcast, Click that link, doctrineanddevotion.com slash tabletalk. Click the link, fill out the form, get Table Talk for free. You're going to be blessed, and it's going to bless us. It'll let Legionnaire know, hey, we like those Doctrine and Devotion guys. Mm, we're pay gonna, th- we're pay gonna, them some more money. We're going to sponsor them every month. That's what we want. Year-long okay. contracts. No, no, I don't want that. Multi-year deals. Not, don't want that. Don't want that. But you know what? Go sign up. Yeah. You know, Use all your fake email addresses and take care of it. Listen, I'll tell you what. Um, all kidding aside, Table Talk is legit. Mm-hmm. It is it is our favorite print periodical. That's no joke. That's We've no said joke. that for years before uh, they were interested in sponsoring us. So go yep. and get it. All right, Jimmy. If we're going to talk about how people yep. can approach reading, especially those people that maybe they're not that into it yeah, yeah. or maybe they don't really have a plan, um, there's a lot that could be said. We're not going to worry about how much you need to be reading. I'm not so much no, concerned. No, no, I would no. rather I – mean, But 15 hours a day, yeah. If you can read one great book – a year, good I'm going to be happy for you. Yep, right? good job. Um, some people are going to read one a month. Some people are going to read one a Mission week. Mission accomplished. But just take it seriously. So um, I'm going to say, number one, if you want to make get the most out of your reading of, of Christian literature, mm-hmm. then uh, or any kind of book for that matter, yeah. uh, know your goal. Like, why are you yeah, reading this that. book? Clarify right. that. So let's say, oh, I'm going to read a fiction book. Why? Answer the why question. Why yeah. are you reading this book right now? What is, the, what is your aim in this? And don't give me this like, oh, I want to glorify God. Okay, great. But what does that mean then? Okay? Don't give me that you yeah. want to glorify don't, don't God. Give that, don't give me your fake answer that you haven't <laughs> thought through and, and think you're going to stump me by saying, oh, well, I'm just doing it for the glory of don't God. Don't you dare yeah. read to the glory of God. I want you to read to the glory of God. But, you, but to do that, you have not to know why. Really. Joe does not want you to. So. If it's fiction, why are you reading that book? Is it to relax? Is it to unplug? Yeah. Um, so when I'm reading a book, uh, I want to know, like, okay, so what's this book about? Yeah. What's my aim in reading it? What do I need to learn? Yeah. What do I want to take away from it? So you need to have an agenda, right, a healthy agenda when you're mm-hmm. approaching the book. So I would say know your goal. Yep. Like, what do I want to – and that's going to that's gonna help you determine what you read. No, I think secondly, you got to choose wisely. You know, mm-hmm. you got to make sure you're picking the right books – uh, to get the most out of it. And that's, that's, that's not saying only pick the books that you agree with right, in the first place. That's super important. That's, right? I'm glad you said that. But what I, what I am saying is don't. there are some books out there that are just trash. Right. For example, if I want For example, what pamphlets would be trash, Joe? Uh, I don't know. You read letters and stuff. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I was going to say like, okay, so like if you were going to read a book yeah. on, on the victimization of females in the church, you probably wouldn't want to find a book. Why are you shaking your head? Because I feel like you're. I, no, no, I'm just saying. I, you probably say wouldn't want name, to find a book. No, I'm just saying. Like, if 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 like Paige Don't Patterson wrote a book do it. on that, do you it. probably wouldn't want to buy that one <laughs> on the victimization it. of women in the church. <laughs> I actually thought you might have said somebody else's name too. Oh no, no, I don't know what I would say. But now you got me curious. No, there's two other names I could think. No, that you well, would yeah, say. okay. So, um, so yeah, okay, so yeah, choose wisely. So yeah. you're saying don't not just books that you agree with, but yeah, but get those books that are going to challenge you and, and uh, even they're going to critique your position. Not right. only are they going to lay out their position, but they're going to critique your position right. and they're going to be fair about it. And that's the same thing if, if there's someone that you agree with, they should be as well uh, handling and critiquing another position mm-hmm. 
fairly yeah. and responsibly. That's the word I want to use, responsibly uh, uh, yeah. sharing what the other view is. I, I, I like that. And, you know, if, if you're going to read a book by somebody, even if they are critiquing you, it, the, the main thing is, I think I, I would want to say, it's just got to be on point. Right. If, yeah. if it's just a flame war, if it's just like what it's like, there's not going to be any value. No, but no. If the, if, like, the, if, if smart, it's just gonna, if it's just going to pulp it and pen it, just get yeah, rid okay, of it. Yeah. Just burn it down. <laughs> but the uh, smart what? If the, but if they're smart, yeah. right, if they're smart and they're thoughtful, then I can read them and disagree with them and learn a lot. That's it. All right. Number three, how do you how should you be reading? Uh, get oriented yeah, with good one. every book that you read. Do not just jump how, in blindly. Yeah, how do you do that? I know well, how I do it. I want to hear how you okay, do it. Okay, well, hey, everybody, here, here's a clue. Read the stinking preface and intro. Yep. Don't don't skip. When people tell me they're skipping the preface and the intro, yeah. it, it's, it, it bothers me because I know that they need it. Like the preface and the intro is going to help you to get oriented for the whole thing. Yeah. Now, sometimes they're not going to be worth much. But most of the time, in good books, they really do matter. Those things have been written long after the book has been written. They've put the work in, and now they're going to write the preface to lead you into it so you know what you're getting into. Mm. So you need to get oriented um, to what they're going to be talking yeah. about, what their emphasis is going to be, what their thesis is. Yeah. Um, the, you reading that stuff, preface, intro, etc., that's going to help you get more out of the book just by reading those things. So I would say don't skip that. Know yeah. what you're getting into and read those and things. And I would say, I mean – for me, I like to, you know, I'm not as smart as Joe, so I need to actually, I need to read the back cover as well. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. I, but I, I like to do the preface, intro, conclusion. I'll go, I'll read the conclusion and then go. Depends the, on the book, but yeah. And then go through the table of contents and then go through the book. Yeah, all of that. I think that all way, of that's good. That way, like I, because I, in, the, in the conclusion, they're going to summarize where they're at. So I have a basic idea. Now I'm going to see how they're getting there. Yeah. Also, they can read the endorsements because yeah, if, that's good. So if it's just a generic endorsement, like this guy is awesome, read his book, doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Doesn't but matter. Sometimes, especially, or if it's a, they're my good. Especially like um, like the the endorsements that are aimed uh, that are coming out for the uh, RBAP period uh, publications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those endorsements are really good, not just the ones that oh, I write. Because Joe not just the ones that I write. Thorne no, I mean mine one. are really good. I you know what Richard know. Barcellus told me? About the last endorsement that I wrote? What did he tell you? He said, that's the best endorsement that you wrote for this book. Aw. Isn't that nice? That's nice. Well, how about the endorsement? You, just, uh, you, you didn't get the joke. No, I got the joke. No, man, you, you just skipped over my joke. <clears throat> what did Stetzer tell you about the endorsement that you wrote? So anyway. <laughs> so anyway, um, read, read the endorsements because if they're good, they can also clue you in. Jimmy, what's number four? <laughs> Four, <laughs> read, uh, read prayerfully. Yeah, you you need to read prayerfully. <laughs> read prayerfully. You know, one for distractions, uh, two that you can be focused, but three that God would change your heart. What? Read for distraction. Pray no, for distractions. No, you're praying against the distractions. Oh, I got you. All right. You, you, you know, you're gonna you're gonna blab it and grab it, and so you're going to uh, read prayerfully against distractions. Yeah, yeah. Um. But then also that God would be changing your heart and your mm. mind, that you'd be open to, to what the Spirit's doing, um, and that, that you, would, you would not be hard-hearted and you would learn. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Um, I, I think when I read prayerfully, uh, the book is just going to have a bigger impact on me in general. It's like you're saying, like, oh, wow, I'm exactly. not reading it to get it done. That's it. I'm, I'm reading it to get something out. What does God want to teach me here? Um, okay, so you're saying read prayerfully. I will say read carefully. And what I mean by this is this is what I tell everybody 
uh, in discipleship or leadership development when they're reading books. Very simple. Always be asking, how is this author right and how is this author wrong? Always be asking that because what you're going to find is even in books that are terrible, you know those books that should only be an article and even then it's not going to be very good. What example would that be? Oh, you know, uh, most books out there. Mm. Uh, That's why I just write articles and then they bind them. That's that's exactly all I do. You beat them to the punch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, what I would say, though, is you can probably get something out of it. Yeah. You could probably get something good out of it. So always ask, how is this author right? Even if you know you disagree with him, ask, okay, so how is he right? Where can I agree with him? Yeah. And where will I disagree with him? Always ask, even of your favorites. Like if you're reading somebody, don't just read them mindlessly. Like, oh, well, this is my this is my favorite preacher, my favorite pastor, mm-hmm. so I can just believe everything. That's yes. that's yes. not safe. Tell me everything you want me to learn, Driscoll. Don't, yeah, you, don't do that. Instead, read it carefully. What's right, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Uh, number six. Uh, I, I do think it's important to mark it up, mark up that book. Now, some people are going to disagree there. Some people they're are like, wrong. They're like, no, don't don't write anything. Yeah, they're it's wrong. It's got to be crisp and clean. No, I agree. You yeah. should be marking it up. Put down your notes. You know, highlight what you need to highlight. Summarize points when mm-hmm. needed, uh, and make sure that way you could when you're when you're going back to the book, you yep. can follow the argument. Right away. Yep. The, the, those key moments, those key ideas yes. uh, that stood out to you. Uh, you know, I, I, whether you use pen, pencil, highlighter, I don't really care. Crayons, whatever. Crayons? Uh, if some people use crayon, or, or do you say crayon? Cray- crayons. You say crayon? Crayon. You do not. You're just making that up right now. You say crayon. Crayon. Yeah. See? How am I saying it? Give me that box of crayons or give me that box of crayons. Isn't it? You know, no one cares yeah, about okay. this. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, mark it up. I'm going to add to that. Number seven, um, take notes. Yeah. So sometimes what I generally do is I will, sometimes what I generally do, what Mm -hmm. I oftentimes do is I will write down things that I want to remember inside the book on a blank page on a mostly blank page at the beginning or the end. Okay. You know, the reason my books are like 150 pages or 180 pages Mm. is because we have 10 blank pages in the back. So that again, beefs it up a little bit. Exactly. And you got a place to write. That's right. Good job, Joe. (laughs) You're so so helpful. Write write out these things that matter. Write page number. Just write a night like, oh, this is really good. I want to come back to this page 87. Bam. Take notes. Uh, Maybe you're going to write it in your journal. Maybe you're going to blog about it. People will blog about it. Even if nobody reads it, and nobody probably will, at least you will have gone through the effort of writing these things out and articulating them uh, for yourself. And so along those lines about blogging it, you know, number eight, share what you're learning. Definitely. And so whether it is in a blog, whether it is at your community group, or maybe with your spouse, you're sharing, hey, this is what I'm learning. This is what I'm reading. This is what I'm getting out of it. Um, make sure you're sharing that because yeah. it's going to be encouraging to them and it might challenge them, mm-hmm. but it's also going to hold you accountable because people are going to ask, hey, how, how is that going for you? Yeah. Right? I, I love the question, what are you reading? Uh, unless yeah. I'm not reading anything at the moment. Oh, then then it's a little question. embarrassing. Like, oh, no. What am I reading? Well, then, then I was like, well, the last thing I read was... Yeah, the last thing I uh, read was... Uh, <laughs> that one It was book. like uh, Desiring God. I read it in like 98. That, I think, it was, I think uh, Jack and Jill went up a hill. Yeah. Binocula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I think sharing what you're learning is good. And um, and even if you're reading fiction, man, like, you, if it's if it's good, be ready to share it. Like, yeah, wow, what, it, what, yeah. what are you learning about these characters, right, that aren't real, but like there's still a story. There's still yeah. lessons. There's still something being told. That's right. Uh, in, a good, in a good fiction story, there's something going on there. So... Be ready to share. Um, we love to read. We want you to read. That's why we link books. That's why we push yep. books. Um, that's why at Redeemer we like to give away books. That's like right. we're, we're we're all about it. We want you guys 
to get your read on. And one of the ways they can do that is going to doctrineanddevotion.com slash tabletalk. Mm. Sign up for the magazine for free, three free months. No credit card information, none of that stuff. That's Just right. name, address, and uh, email, and you're going to be getting the goods. Well, we'd love to hear what you're reading. Uh, you can yeah, do that. Uh, tell us what you're reading. Hashtag Doc and Devo. Hashtag Doc and Devo. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head on the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store and grab some gear. It's all good stuff. Fresh oh, pod. Where, where do they get that gear? Where do they go? JoeFoStore.com. JoeFoStore.com. Yeah, we got that. JoeFoStore. Yeah. There, mm. there was a, we had to pay a lot of money for that. Because once we got big, once we blew up, once we blew up, everybody bought Jofo everything. And we had to pay like ten grand for that domain. It, it was not ten grand. It was Stop like ten it. grand. It was, it was seventy five hundred, but yeah, nonetheless, it was, it was up there. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Video content sporadically. Later.